Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ah, but there's so much right going on in here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, here we are, you guys. It's Thursday. We're on that back half of the week. We're making it to Friday. We're on the back side of your work week, hey. bitches. Smack that ass. Why not? Um, you know, because it's lunchtime. It's and snowing outside. That's no what we're going to do right now. Um, yet, we're not talking about that. We don't want to say the S word. It's it's coming and going. It's like karma chameleon. It comes karma, and goes. Karma, 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 chameleon. Can we, talk good a, can we talk a little bit about, can we throw it back to yesterday? Sure. Where do you want to go? Well, what I hour? want to talk about uh, the governor's uh, extension of the stay-at-home order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just have been, I just, I have my finger on the pulse, you know, okay. of the social medias. And uh, it's getting mixed reviews. I'm here to tell you. Who's, mixed, who's got a mixed review? It is shocking to me, but it is true that there are many, many people, there are people who are wondering, have a lot of questions about why the extension of this stay-at-home order. I would like to, I would like to offer that perhaps they stopped listening when they started getting explanations for why that is. Um, because I do think that it was laid out pretty well by the governor, um, what it is we're trying to avoid. And we do, we are doing really well as a state. Minnesota is like doing great at this. And that's a good thing. And we need more of that. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing the takeaway, if there's any confusion, and I feel like people um, on all ends of, a spectrum, which I don't understand what the spectrum is. But anyway, if you have any doubts as to whether or not what we're doing is working, all you have to do is really read the the numbers and the science. And I would just like to remind people as uh, and I remind myself of this on a regular basis, because we all get um, opportunities to get tripped up by social media and posts on social media about um, things that make us get anxious or things that give us a false sense of hope. Make sure that you are picking one or two news sources that you check in with every day, Mm -hmm. consistently the same places, so that you can rationally see what's going on in the outside world. You don't have to get unnecessarily alarmed. You don't have to get um, unnecessarily depressed. However, it's good to just have a baseline. And I will say that the Minnesota Department of Health is a wonderful place to do that. Um, If you go to their website each day, you can check the situation update and the situation update will break down for you how this uh, pandemic is affecting our state. Now, um, you know, checking in with the governor of New York is probably also not a bad idea because they're dealing with this in a way that we haven't had to, but they are doing so in a somber way. So my point is, if there are people around you who are also um, sort of taking yesterday's extension hard, hardly? Uh difficultly yeah um having issues with it or you you know throwing up their hands going ah this is too much overreaction just go ahead and point them to actual sources of information um because 
when you read the numbers, when you look at the science, when you look at the data, it is clear that we are doing a very good job, but only because we are doing things well. And the minute, the second we stop doing those things well, we run the risk of infecting a bunch of people unnecessarily, and therefore we're going to end up having to be locked down a lot longer. Right. And that's what we're all trying to avoid, right? And uh, I will just remind people what stay home means. Okay. It does mean, unfortunately, you don't get to have your friends over. I'm sorry. It does mean that you don't get to hang, you know, have a nice intimate dinner party as long as you stay six feet apart. We don't get to do that right now. And that's, I know it's hard, but we can do this because we've already done it for how many weeks? Almost two weeks. Oh, we've, I mean, some of us have been doing it for a lot longer than that. Yeah, that's true. Especially here, uh, I think it's safe to say in our world, we've been doing it since what, the 16th? I'm pretty sure, yeah. That was like a Monday. Anyway, um, yeah, it's. It's encouraging. Like, everybody should have hope, but we should always have hope. Like, the end of the world is not around the corner. No. However, the end of some unnecessary suffering could be around the corner if we continue to, to take some small steps, which right now are huge for certain groups of people. Those who are infected, those who are dealing with those who are, who are infected, and those who are dealing with the outcomes of the economy as it's been affected by this pandemic. All of those things are true and real. I think sometimes, though, for a lot of people who maybe are sort of stuck at home, like they, they've they been told they can't go to work, but they still have a job, maybe they don't see the impact as directly as those who have lost uh, a job. Right. You know, our um, economy for like the third week in a row has sent several million people to unemployment. So like it, I, I get that you could live in a bubble wherein you think that, you know, Oh, I think we're all overreacting. Okay. Right. You know, again, if you've got that place to search for knowledge um, that you're checking in with every day, I think you'll see very quickly that we have reason to, while be hopeful, also remain vigilant um, for the next couple of weeks. Here's the thing that I, uh, I, and I cannot, I wish I could attribute this to the right person. I cannot remember where I heard this, um, but I appreciated it a lot. And the sentiment was, we can rebuild the economy. We've done it before. We can't rebuild people. And so part of making sure we're keeping people safe right now is doing something really difficult. And we, I will we say, can do it. I will say, um, again, like we're kind of preaching to the choir because apparently Minnesotans have rightly, um, for the most part, minus a few really obnoxious um, people on social media, have been taking the governor's... Uh, recommendations to heart because Minnesotans have outperformed their upper Midwest uh, neighbors in all of the... Um, We're such overachievers. Well, we kind of are, and I'm kind of fine with that in this moment. Yep. And it's hard not to over overplay our own goodness because we do love to tell ourselves how good we are, mm-hmm. right? Um, insofar as that makes us adhere to rules and follow institutional requests in a moment that could save lives. I'm fine with it. So I will say too, yesterday I was out and you know, my daily check-in with the world around me because we are still coming to and from work. Although I would like to remind everyone, this is a skeleton crew because people do ask, and I'm sure they ask you too, Colleen, like you still go into work yeah, or are you recording from home? We still come in each day, but it's a very small workforce that's here. We have lots of limitations in place. And, and we've um, limited ourselves even more. 
But uh, on my way home yesterday, as I've been doing each day, I've noticed how many people are out and about. And yesterday, I don't know if it was the weather or what, but there were far fewer people out and about. Yeah. Yeah, which means that they were, you know, keeping social distance because they weren't all jamming up the the roadways, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so one other thing I wanted to make sure we let everybody know about. This is a fun thing we're very excited to try out tomorrow. Uh, in the name of social social distancing, but uh, staying together, we decided, wouldn't it be fun if we push out the jive and bring in the java with a little Cobra coffee break? So here's how this is going to work. Tomorrow morning, uh, just before around 1030, I can't give you a specific time yet. We're going to talk with our social media person about that specific time uh, later. But but before 1030, there will be a link that will be made available on social media for a Zoom meeting. And we will be in that meeting. The three of us will be in our respective homes slash places of streaming uh, with our cups of coffee. And we will have space for 100 people in this Zoom meeting. We're just going to take a quick coffee break for 15 minutes, all of us together. Uh, everybody who who's in the coffee meeting, in the coffee with Team Cobra, um, will use the chat function on Zoom to, to talk with us, to communicate with us, so that we don't have a whole lot of voices going at the same time. But the three of us will basically answer any of your questions, will interact with you through the chat function. Yeah, we're just going to have fun for 15 minutes yep. and show up, and God only knows what's going to happen. Don't... Um... Don't be nude or crude or rude. Thank you. Um, but in the meantime, in between time, um, you'll get to join us tomorrow for a little uh, chat and chew. Yeah, we just bring, thought it would be kind of fun. Bring something to snack on and... Uh, bring your own coffee. Yeah, well, yeah. Because I can't supply that for everybody. It's not possible for us to shove through the internet. So that's stay true. tuned to social media. We'll, we'll make sure you have a way to um, figure out how to get in yes. when the time is right tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. And if you don't get in, that's cool, because hopefully we'll do it again next week. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So if hopefully, you guys like it, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll have more opportunities to have coffee with Team Cobra uh, on Fridays at 10.30. So we'll be doing the first one tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. We look forward to hanging out with you. Like I said, bring your questions, bring your conversation topics, and we'll spend 15 minutes together just having a little coffee break. Uh, so keep your eyes on uh, the MyTalk 1071 social media channels. So you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter. And uh, look for that link. And we will love to see your beautiful shining faces. Yay. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to check in with Elizabeth Reese. She gives us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on MyTalk 1071. This is a MyTalk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, you guys. Hi. Hi. All right, everybody is talking about how they are handling quarantine and, you know, being home and staying home. And Justin Timberlake is no exception. So he and Jessica Beal are apparently trying to do their best in quarantine. Um, but he said that they are with their son, Silas, in Montana. Montana is the place to go. Apparently, because Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson yeah. Yes. Um, so they're there. And he said on um, a radio show today, we're mostly commiserating over the fact that just 24-hour parenting is just not human. And... Um, oh. <laughs> 
He said, uh, "We're at Jessica Beale said we're at home, covered in Legos and birthday cake right now." She shared that alongside a photo of her and Silas from the summer um, on Instagram. Um, so I don't know. I have thought about though. One thing that I do think is a little bit relatable about this is so they have a five-year-old, and I have thought that for parents of kids that are only children, there is probably an added layer of stress. Right. Because they don't have a playmate. Because they don't have a playmate. Right. You know, I mean, that can be hard. Because think about it, Colleen. I mean, your kids have each other to beat up on. Yeah, oh, they, they can they just do. wail on each other oh, all day long. boy, do they ever. Right. And so they're at least getting that interaction with other kids. And when you are a parent and you're home with your child, it's like if you're their only playmate, Yeah, that is a different level of having to sort of entertain them in this kind of circumstance. Because, you know, if you have an only child, which is great, you know, you do you, whatever works for you. But um, it's hard when they don't get other kids. I will say as a uh, only child, yes, um, I, I learned how to have a very active imagination. That's good. Mommy would say, go upstairs and play for with sure. your imaginary friends. But it's also I like would. you weren't doing that in quarantine when you physically <laughs> no, couldn't go out and see yeah. anyone. I, I appreciate the grace you had there, Elizabeth. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I'm no, but I, I you know, I it, it's true. Like, I think the rush to judgment of like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's a natural rush. Well, you also but think of the fact. take a step back and think about their situation. Yeah. Everybody's situation is different. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. also think about the fact that there are resources to hand. Because my question or response to that was like, oh, w- were you not 24 hour parenting before? And was that because some, I mean, I guess I know what they're saying. I mean, you're kind of not. I don't know. I mean, even like we were talking about over the weekends, you know, we usually have a babysitter once a weekend, not every weekend, but probably two or three times a month so that we can go out on a date night or go out with friends. And I mean, the weekends feel long, guys. It's long because it's no break. And it's also not even time of, you know, my parents coming over. Well, I also think even just, you know, on a normal weekend, your whole family might go somewhere. And that doesn't feel as, uh, as, person on person right yeah. because right. Like, if you're going to a movie or if you're going to or i say i'm gonna go zip and run to a couple of shops yeah and then jay says great and then he says oh i'm gonna go meet my friend for a beer at surly for a minute right and, you know but even if the whole back. family is going somewhere together yes, you're not necessarily doing the one-on-one parenting um you're experiencing something together and i do think missing out on that also kind of makes those weekends feel real long all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Just those little breaks. Yeah. And then for parents who are home with their kids home from school, 
and then they're home. They're, I mean, they're like, weekend? What weekend? Who cares? It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson is giving an inside look um, at her Montana ranch where she's quarantining. This and it looks so- like a nightmare. Oh. It's so small. I it's can't. very small. It's a little tiny cabin. And I mean, it's one room. They're I know. all in the same room sleeping. It's very interesting. And she is, you know, she's a down to earth girl. Yeah. I mean, now I don't this know her. This is too down to earth. Kelly and I were supposed to become best friends just a few weeks ago, but mm-hmm. then of course it didn't happen. So I'm she missed out. I am confident that it's going to happen at some point. But I'm going to say to my best friend, best friend, how do you do this? This is amazing. So they live. It's an efficiency cabin on their ranch in Montana. And she said, this is where my kids, Remy and River, sleep on little bunks. And then she and her husband sleep. And then the 13-year-old sleeps in other spaces. Mm-hmm. And then um, she said it can also be another bunk, but the 18-year-old usually isn't with us. Because her husband, Brandon, has two kids from yep. our previous relationship who were 18 and 13. I just, I, I saw that and I thought, no. I know. And she said, we bought and the that ranch. And that was a choice. Um, over a year and a half ago, they love being outside. They love wide open spaces and coming to the ranch because they both grew up in the countryside. So then when they like to, when they have time off, they go there. Um, and but I love that. Me too. But I don't love it for quarantine. We were postulating whether or not like if because they, they don't, you don't see the outside and one wonders if they're like, their cabin is like in front of like a big house, right? <laughs> like, because where your questions are like, Where's the bathroom? Where potty? And the Where's bunk, the shower? But the bunk beds are like little tiny cots. I, I mean, know. it's really unbelievable. They're like camping cots. Like maybe there's like an outlet mall right next door. They are really roughing it. It's cool though. I mean, it's all log and they've got like the decor is really fun. And a picture of Dolly, Dolly Parton. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. Cute. But I, I am with you. I'm thinking this is really an interesting choice. Choice. I mean, they That's wanted the to get I out of L.A., I get I'm that. Like, they chose that. They were like, yeah, let's go to let's Montana and sleep in one room together. It also, always is funny, though. Even with cabins, I always think, as much, you know, and, and people have amazing cabins. That being said, I've always thought, like, okay, I want to leave my house and go to a place that's worse than my house for the weekend. I, I wonder. Just because it's on a lake. I don't know. Did they go, like, when she had the strep? Or like- no, they went right after. Okay. Yeah, they went right after, because when she had, she had strep, um, just a couple of days before everything started to get really shut down. Yeah. I know this because I was in L.A. Right. That was it. Um, and my co-host was, of course, to, supposed to co-host live with Kelly and Ryan on April 1st. He was unable to do that. But Kelly and Ryan have been doing their shows and they've been in their secret locations. Um, but Kelly got pretty emotional yesterday talking about her family and saying um, that she just misses her parents. She hasn't gotten to hug her parents. And her kids, she said, won't hug her. And she's like, we've been in lockdown together. We're fine. You can give me a hug. It's fine. But they're not, they don't want to oh, hug her. so hard. And she was just crying. You know, and I think the missing your parents is very, I mean, yeah. I miss oh, my sure. parents. And yep. they live really close. And I, I don't, I haven't seen them. Right. Um, and I also, I think, especially with your parents and when you're Kelly Ripa, you know, Kelly's 49. You are acutely aware of you don't have an endless amount of time with your parents. Right. 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 As you start to get older, like she's part of taking care of her parents and still taking care of her kids. She talks about being part of that sort of sandwich generation. And so this is hard for those relationships in particular, because you know that you don't have forever with them. Right. It is. It is. It is hard. And I think a lot that is incredibly relatable because this is such precious. It's precious time. It's precious time. Um, Um, Yeah. And it's also hard with kids. I like. uh, Yeah. 
And then you hear from your mother that she's doing things that she shouldn't be doing. And then Listen, you get frustrated. This is, and that is a okay. common thing. Is your Bradley. mom doing this? Because my mom is getting better now. Good. And both of my, but both of my parents. Let me just say, there was a time that my mom was in front of a Pilates studio, about to go in, and my sister was on the phone with her, what? and she was like, "No, you." And now this isn't in the last week. Right. This Good. was like yeah. weeks I mean, ago. That yeah, would be yeah. a headline. But it was then. still on the edge, you yeah. know. And I th- other places had closed, and her was still open, you know. And my my, but my mom's in her sixties. Yep. And my sister Same. said to her, "You are not going in that Pilates studio. Yep. Get stay in the car and put it in drive and yep. drive home." <laughs> Jenny got real. Yeah. No, my mom, like they were doing this thing where they'd be like, well, our our field trip today was this. And I was like, you're not taking field trips. This is not a time to do this. I've heard this from a lot of people that their parents are the toughest ones to keep in line with it. By far. I don't have children to compare, but yes. It's frustrating. (laughs) Hang in there, you guys. I love you. Elizabeth Love you. you. Uh, When we come back, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 1071. on the phone today, Colleen. We've got Dave on the line. And what is Dave playing for? Dave is playing for a brand new this. My Talk 1071 t-shirt. Wow. Dave, timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Autobots and Decepticons are from what cartoon film series? The Transformers. Alicia Moore is the real name of what singer? Alicia Keys? Nope. She's a color. Uh, um, her, name, her name is a color. The movie Under the Cherry Moon stars which music star? Prince. Who played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars? Alec Kenneth. Who is the owner of Garfield the Cat? Jim Davis? No. Uh, um. ah! Ah! So sorry you did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge today. However, you can play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230 right here on My Talk 1071. All right, let's go back and answer the one. Okay, Alicia Moore is the real name of? Pink. Pink. See, she's a color. I tried to give him a hint. didn't work. But anyway, moving on. Who is the owner of Garfield the Camp? That would be John Arbuckle. No relation to Fatty. Can I also? We don't know that. Um, I kind of do. Okay, fine. I I will say, can I just say, give like some serious uh, admiration to Dave for being able to rattle off Alec Guinness so quickly. I mean, Star Wars. That yeah. would have been hard for me. I wouldn't yeah. have. That would have not come. So Alec Guinness. Anyway, now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, I can't wait. Throw it on me. Oh. Once again, <laughs> you might want to put a tarp over yourself. Okay. Like, oh. like, like Gallagher. Like, I was going to say, is this a Gallagher experience? Is <laughs> uh, he still alive? Yeah. Okay, good. Makes me happy. Go on. Once again, the illiterate reality star is not being fully truthful. She might not be dating, but she still hooks up with guys. Yeah. 
What she says, though, makes it seem as if she has given up on men forever. That is not the case. Chloe. Oh, yeah, from yesterday. Yes. Chloe Kardashian is a liar. Yes. They all are. So once again, Chloe Kardashian is not being fully truthful. Now, Chloe might not be dating, but Chloe still hooks up with guys. What she says, though, makes it seem as if Chloe has given up on men forever. Bloop. That is not the case. No. Does anybody, like, it must be hard to be friends with a Kardashian. And here's why. Is anybody really friends? friends with with that's a deeper question. But, okay, but that's not the one we're getting at right now. But, but the, my point was simply that if you were interacting with her as a friend does with their friends on occasion, and you were like, hey, how was your weekend? Like, would you trust anything that came out no, of her mouth? Absolutely You'd not. just be like, mm-hmm. Like, your one eyeball would be raised, or one eyebrow would be raised, and you'd be like, mm-hmm. Well, you'd also probably wonder if she was secretly hoping you were going to call TMZ. Yeah. Like, she's trying to use you. Like, they use an us every damn day. Social oh, distance. Say it. From us, please. <laughs> okay. All right. Kardashians. <laughs> Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. This celebrity restaurant slash bar chain is really leveraged in debt from expansion, which was fine when they were open. (gasps) Now they are all closed and the banks are not being cooperative about that debt. Oh, Wahlburgers? Well, that was the only thing I could think of. Actually, yeah, that's what most people are saying. But then I was like, are they closed? Also, I didn't think of that as a bar. Well, probably they're closed right now. Well, yeah, sure. Everybody's closed, right? And they're often found in malls. Yes. So. Mall, 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 mall. Sorry. (laughs) It's a mall song. Go ahead. Beautiful. So, Wahlburgers is really leveraged (laughs) in debt from their expansion which was fine when they were open but now they're all closed and the banks are not being cooperative about that debt now other people were mentioning lisa vanderpump's restaurants because they do have one in vegas but that's not really a chain yeah like that's just a couple links links. yeah all about that debt about that debt. no burgers (laughs) oh my gosh can i have what you're having yeah, I don't know. I'm stoned on quarantine. Quarantine. I got some quarantine hooch back here. I bet you do. <laughs> All right, Holly, let's do another one. Okay, another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve here. This A-list mostly movie actor who also directs has been hosting people at his home to hang out and play cards. No! No, don't do it. Negative. It's a rotating group of five to ten people. Who is A-list, A-list mostly A-list movie actor. Who also directs. Is it Ben Affleck? Of oh, course, of you course. knew it had to be a dirty dog. Yeah, because also he loves him some poker. <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not gonna say anything. I don't even know her. So Ben Affleck has been hosting people at his house to hang out and play cards, and it's a rotating group of five to ten people. You know, okay. We can't do that you right guys, now, you guys. I'm sorry, but people are doing this, and they're lying. They're lying. They're not posting it on social media, but they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I, okay, I I saw two people yesterday mm-hmm. in my life in different places. Mm-hmm. 
uh, on my way to my house mm-hmm. who were mm-hmm. within six feet mm-hmm. of people that I know do not live in the house with them. Mm-hmm. Just doing, you know, the walking. Thing. I, have, I have a friend who was out yesterday and was distancing himself from everyone. He was literally like, like on the other side of the street from like a park and was like taking pictures of all the people that are not not related. distancing. Yeah. You guys, You're like, you guys don't. I just want to yell out the window. You don't live together. Yeah. We're not doing Show that. me your utility bill. I, yeah. And I think. The, oh, I can't. No, I'll say it. The thing that frustrates me about that is there are a lot of us who would love to see people that we care about yes. and would love to go for walks with people we care about. But we're not doing it because the rules are that you can't do it. Yeah. And like and we're trying to make this thing last as short as possible. Well, I it it does make you have that moment, though, which I hate. And this is one of the other you know victims of this behavior is the self-doubt that you're like, wait, am I overreacting? And I know I'm not because the science and the numbers say I'm not. But that's the consequence of that behavior when people do that, because then other people are like, oh, can we do that? And then there are some people who will act on that. Right. And that's why it's just don't do it. Right. Can I join you on Petty Corner? Yeah. Yes. Just there's room just, for all of us. It is a large <laughs> corner. We are well, so- except we're socially distanced yeah. on that corner. I, I understand the urge if you are traveling with someone in your household and maybe you have relations with that person uh-huh i understand the urge to be close to them while walking but like right now yeah do we have to hold hands no, with each other we when don't. we're walking down the street no we did and no we shouldn't and also okay let's do it oh okay do we can yeah, we okay because it's it. better to get it out right get it out. we're at petty corner <laughs> if you're walking a dog yeah and then you have another dog. Yeah. And there's another human with that dog. Yeah. Please don't walk side by side with both humans and both dogs. Yeah. That takes up all the room. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Also, um, stay away from me. Um, <laughs> I did have another petty corner thing to share, which was I don't remember, so it doesn't matter. Let's. Move Are you on. sure? Yeah, if I remember it, I'll just because I really it it's. I think it's good for us all to get our stuff out. <sighs> Maybe tomorrow. Oh, we'll just I know have what I was going to say. Petty corner. Here's segment. the thing. Petty corner. Okay. Ooh, penny corner. Petty corner junction. Yep. Um, and I saw this on social media, and I won't say who. You don't need to go to the grocery store together. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh yeah. So, I mean it. You don't need to go together to the grocery store. Give one person a list. One person goes. Now, if you have a kid and you have no choice, I totally get it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about couples. You don't need to go together. Mostly because it it then adds to the number of people, thereby adding to the, the anxiety level of not just other people in the store, that could be immunocompromised, but also the workers. Right. Those workers are making like $12 an hour. And for you to feel like you don't care, you should be able to do that. That's, I I don't like that. Because I feel bad for those people that they have to show up to work regardless around people. And you just want to be comfortable with your buddies or your husband or wife. If they can stay home, stay home. This isn't a global exercise in putting others before yourself. Yeah. 
before your needs, before your desires. This is a global exercise. And I would just like to see everybody participate. All right. And then we can go back to being self-centered jerks at some point. Such like. I'll tell you when. Right around. (laughs) Right around. March 16th. Yes. (laughs) All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley has discovered he has a love hate relationship with Zoom. Uh, we'll hear all about it. Lucky. After this on My Talk 1071. Reject the snow. We reject the snow on the Colleen and Bradley We rebuke show. thee. On My Talk 1071. Name of the Lord. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. No snow for us. Just say no. However, uh, Bradley Trainer just said yes to Zoom and has decided that he has a love-hate relationship. I mean, I'm Zoom. not alone. Oh, no, you're not alone. I mean, literally, with Zoom, none of us are alone. Exactly. Right? Zoom is that technology that people have been using for meetings and things to um, Nobody stay in touch. Nobody had heard of, like, hardly anybody knew what Zoom was. I mean, what's funny about it is the technology, there's nothing new. It's just the scale and the scope with which Zoom provides, you know, this platform for people to get together because there's Google Hangouts, there's Skype, you know, um, all sorts of ways, FaceTime, right? Yep. Um, but anyway, Zoom is a technology that's being used more and more. And I, on the one hand, I love the fact that there are so many Zoom opportunities to keep yourself busy and socially connected in this moment when you really have like I am a person who has to force myself to remain social like I have to plan it because otherwise I will literally just wallow in the depths of my own despair eating, you know, um, is that not okay? I mean, some days <laughs> it's fine, actually. Yeah. But like most of the days, no, um, you have to have a place for your despair. But um, it's 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 a wonderful thing to have Zoom, right? So, for example, last night we did a Zoom dog obedience class. Okay, I need to hear more about this. Isn't this awesome? So, like, uh, I don't know. Is it? I'm waiting to. Find well, no. Out. I'm going to give a shout out because actually, I think they um, there. This was a great idea. It's the Twin Cities Obedience Training Club. They do, um, and we've been members since we first got Wheezy, and she was a puppy. We did puppy classes there and all kinds of stuff. Some. Um, obedience things. Um, well, they offered up an obedience Zoom class, and basically, it was not really like let's see your dog do tricks or something like that. It was, hey, dog owners, join this Zoom meeting and we'll answer your questions because they have a number of trainers and um, experts that were able to answer questions. So people could just email their questions beforehand, and then the trainers one by one went through them. That's perfect. So, like for example, Lu- uh, Louise. Lu- well, I suppose you—it's an issue if you're calling her by her full name. Yeah, when she's Louise Catherine, she is a hot mess, uh-huh. and she likes—you know—she likes to bark at the TV. Yep. So we asked the question. You can't about- watch Tiger King. <laughs> I know. Like, help us. We need to be able to watch the hit series Tiger King. How do we deal with this in our home with a dog who won't shut up when there's things on the TV? So they answered that question. So on the one hand, I love it. But do you know what I hate about that experience? What? That everybody else, it's, okay, I shouldn't say <laughs> this particular moment in, in uh, um, how, let me word this correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes there are people in the audience who have a question. Uh. Which would be better asked yep. uh, at a different time. Yep. Sure. And maybe in a different way. Okay. And so what you have to do in those moments is 
this, and I've had this experience, whether it's friend Zooms or we've had uh, business meeting Zooms, it's the clunkiness of the interchange between the conversation that people are having. Right. You know how there's that, like, well, we do it here on, on a daily basis yep. when we're staring into the Google Hangouts with each other, where you have to do the, like, pause don't speak over someone yep. because when you have 50 people talking, so it's that clunky thing. And it's also the people who then clearly have been, well, let's just say they've had a lot of time on their hands. They're, they've been lonely. And so they get an opportunity and go. Yep. And the rest of us are like, do, 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 right. do, do. And whatever their question was is not one that will apply yeah. across the board. So it's like a love-hate. Like, I yeah. love it, and I'm so grateful for it. And kudos to Twin Cities Obedience Training Club for creating this thing. And they they did the best they could with that technology. Um, but on the other hand, also, it did this thing. Have you had this happen in a Zoom meeting? Where, like, for some reason, somebody gets unmuted, and it's not the moderators. Yep. And, like, all of a sudden, the picture starts going to these, like, rando people <laughs> who are just, like, staring, like... Oh, I do love the it. musedly into the, and they have no idea that, that they're, they're being not, viewed yeah. right now. Right. They're like picking their nose. I love it. I will say when it comes to Zoom, I prefer well, it depends. So but I prefer to not do the speaker view, but to do like the gallery view. Yeah. So I oh, can for sure. see everybody. Cause I love to see what the people are doing when they're not on the camera. Yeah, but so like when there's fifty people on, it's real hard to That's pay attention. A lot. That's true. That's a lot. Yeah. I have a class that meets weekly and there's only nine of us. And I love to just sit and like watch Brady Bunch style. Like what's everybody doing? Yeah. And I focus way too much on like what's in the background. Do you do any um, virtual backgrounds? I haven't yet because a long story, but I have not yet. So for those of you who haven't used Zoom, you can pick a virtual background. So basically it's like you have a green screen and you can, you know, load pictures from your computer to your virtual background. So Which is so cool. Last night my um friend group Zoom, we um were just like we spent literally twenty minutes just like annoying the crap out of one another, putting up the most absurd backgrounds. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, our social media gal, Hannah, put together some My Talk backgrounds. So if you want to hang out with your favorite My Talkers, yeah. you can do it there. Also, if you actually want to hang out with, well, us, us. you can do that tomorrow on Zoom. So yeah. here's what we're doing. We're having a Team Cobra coffee break. Bradley, explain it. Coffee with Cobra. Basically, uh, we're going to give you a link a few minutes before we go live. Uh, the first 100 people can join us for 15 minutes for a little chat and chew. And the good news is, unlike um, you know, uh, some experiences, uh, we're going to try to make it run smooth and everybody will have a chance to you know, hang out and chat. Yeah. So uh, look out for that on our My Talk social media channels tomorrow. And we'll have coffee with you at 1030. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what's the recipe you are trying to perfect right now? 651-641-1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.